Hello and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What To Be is a program provided by Your Future Is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today I have the pleasure to speak with Jennifer Carno, who's an experienced designer. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Hi. Hey Hi. Thank you so much for joining us today and being on the show. Definitely appreciate it. Very grateful. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Jennifer, do you mind talking about your career journey with us? Oh, sure. Just to give you kind of the basics, I started off pretty much doing lots of odd jobs through college and getting some internships. And after I graduated, I couldn't find a job. So I led bicycle tours with this company called Backroads Bicycle Touring. So I loved biking and then did that for like a year or two. And finally found just through networking and talking to people and applying for different jobs. I finally got into working at an ad agency being kind of like an audio video kind of person. So I worked at an ad agency for a while. Then I started doing marketing and audio and visual kind of stuff to working in that world in the digital media for video game companies. So I worked for Sega and Sony and Electronic Arts and that was a lot of fun. And then pivoted from that to start doing PSAs and like mini documentaries and marketing videos for nonprofits and was kind of a video producer. And then uh, came to Santa Cruz and didn't know what I was going to do and was sort of lost. So I started volunteering and I was volunteering at this organization and was talking to them about how they really needed to bring more tourism dollars to Santa Cruz with all the biking they have here and outdoors and I was just very vocal about you know what I thought could happen and finally someone said you know they're bringing this bike race called the Amgen tour to Santa Cruz and you should talk to them so I went and interviewed to produce the Amgen tour in here at Santa Cruz a big bike race with Lance Armstrong so I did that for the city for a few years and then asked if you know what was next and they said oh well there's a position do you want to do some part-time work for economic development redevelopment they called it then so i worked for economic development redevelopment for a number of years just part-time i had my son i was raising him and then after that is when i started thinking about doing some other work and the work at the city was sort of winding down so I really wanted to work at this new place that was opening up called 1440 Multiversity, and I didn't know what to do. So I thought, oh, I'll just apply to be an event producer. But they looked at my resume and they saw that I had some theater background and that I knew how to do improvisation. So they called me and said, hey, it says here on your resume that you know how to do improvisation and you've taken those classes. Would you be interested in, in teaching? <laughs> so I started teaching improv at the at 1440 Multiversity, which is something I did not plan on doing, and then started doing more classes and offered to do their nature walks, and then eventually started doing more kind of activities and doing a lot more 
type of classes and now I freelance. So I work for the county and I work for um, 1440 Multiversity and kind of have a hodgepodge career. <laughs> there you go. It, it sounds awesome though. You've done so much cool stuff and going back to the earlier stuff that you mentioned, you worked for Electronic Arts and Sega. I think Sega was out of the Bay Area. Was, was EA too? Uh, EA was. However, I worked in their main office, which was in LA. Okay. And what exactly were you doing? I think you mentioned maybe what you were doing, but do you mind telling us again? No, not at all. So if you're a video editor, a lot of the video game companies have these like movies in the front of the video games. They're like the movies that kind of show off the game at a really high resolution. So it's not gameplay. It's more the movie beforehand. Like the cut screens, right? Yeah, so that's what I would I would kind of help put together and do what they call like ripomatics and animatics and storyboards and those kinds of things. And then also I would do the sales videos. So I would take snippets of all the different video games that were out there and put them together in kind of a high energy sales video to show off all the different games. Well, very cool. And so you freelance with the city. And before the interview, you were telling me a little bit about that. Do you mind elaborating more on some of the like fun projects that you do and the sure. parks and stuff? Yeah, I was an employee with the city. So I did the Amgen tour for them. I worked for the managers, um, city manager's office, and then moved into redevelopment. And I was sort of a liaison between the city and different businesses. And I would work on different projects like the hotel improvement project or the trolley project or bringing people here like Xterra and Iron Man and that kind of a thing. And so I worked on all those projects. And then they started doing more other kinds of projects and I wasn't working for them as much. So I started then looking at 1440 Multiversity as something I wanted to get involved in. Okay. And that's cool that you went there for maybe a certain job, but then all of a sudden you're teaching theater. That's pretty cool. That you're able yeah, to do that. What That's... I learned is, is that people, when they're startups, like when it's a new company or a new place that's starting up, you don't always know everything that they're going to need. So it's a good idea to just load up your resume with all your interests, all the things you've done, you know, to really kind of put together a package of what you think they might be looking for and what they might be needing up there, right? So they were looking for everything at that point. They were looking for chefs. They were looking at housekeepers. In fact, they're still looking for a lot of people for support up there. And I didn't know that they were looking for teachers and had no clue. I thought they might need help with like putting on the events up there and that kind of a thing. So I put down, you know, that I had, that I knew improvisation and that was part of my background and had no idea that they were looking for that. So it was very serendipitous you never know that's why it's really good to put you know any of the skills or interests that you're good at or have experience in down because you just you never know how it's going to be used do you mind telling us what does your like day or week look like these days like with what you're doing like your freelance work it's really hard coming out of covid it's a little tricky so i get hired when there are people coming back so like this week um there's been groups at 1440 Multiversity. So I've been working mostly mornings doing classes before their other sessions start. So like I'll do a nature walk or a labyrinth walk, or then I'll do improv or, you know, any, I have lots of classes that I can offer them. Okay, cool. Do you want to talk about some of your favorite projects that you've worked on or are currently working on? 
Yeah, one of the things I really love doing is uh, is teaching uh, these connecting these classes that really help people connect and learn to use improv to work through you know basic issues that everybody has like finding your voice and not being afraid and um, trying something new and being willing to you know be more resilient in situations and you know communicate and collaborate and so it sounds like a kind of soft skill and hard to describe so i'm not like going to the school to get this degree and teach this thing it's more of it's called applied improvisation and you use all the methodologies and learnings from improvisation classes that are theater classes and help people apply those to their life okay so like learning life skills exactly yeah that's that's super awesome and what kind of what kind of person do you think would in, enjoy this line of work like all the different things that you do i guess or what you're currently doing yeah so i think it's hard because i have always been like a very creative person like i've liked theater and i've liked you know photography and i like taking pictures and i like movies and telling stories and like there's not a really great job job for that it's not like you can you know graduate in like arts and and storytelling and so i really think that you have to look for industries where you can do that like advertising is a great one you know marketing and advertising is a great one that can use some of those skills storytelling and art you can do you know digital you know even web design and graphic design and anything that has sort of those talents that are needed there like even in ad agencies you know they need artists who can come up with different ways to present the product and draw concepts and ideas especially like you know these days there's a lot of people who you know are interested in doing everything from music videos to putting together a youtube tutorial to you know selling something on tiktok to you know creating like a really cool instagram story and you know people people want to hire people to do that for them especially companies are like oh my god i don't want to do my social media and my instagram and put together you know and take pictures of all my stuff and they don't have the time to do that so if you have any of those interests or those skills that's a good place and also if you're in, if you have kind of an artistic or creative theatrical streak in you you know the other thing is to you know work in those industries where you can have that like if you want to work in a theater department in a school or you want to you know work in a a large music theater production you know and you can find out how you know they they need people who are stage designers and can do costumes and props and i think the biggest takeaway that i learned is like find what you really like like find something that you totally like and become really good at it and there are jobs for that no matter what like i didn't even know that really liking to you know show people where to go on bikes and really helping people put together like you know a fun bike ride you can make a career out of it you can be a bike tour operator or start your own little business doing that and so there's just a there's just so much that's available with whatever you're passionate about and i really also like the idea of volunteering um because then you get to meet people you get to practice your skills and you don't necessarily get paid but you're making all those networks and connections and start doing what you like for them like 
every nonprofit needs somebody who's going to take pictures and post it and help them with social media and help them with events and help them with members. And, you know, there's just a lot that's needed. So just get in there and, you know, volunteer for an organization and offer your skills and you'll grow them. They'll be happy to have you do the work, even though they might not be able to pay you. That's how you can gain some experience. Yeah. And you just never know what kind of doors that's going to open by like volunteering. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or interning. Yeah. Sometimes you get not doing very interesting things at all. Yeah. Just staying curious, asking people about what they, what they do and how did they get into it? And, you know, if they, if you can come with them while they're doing what they do and, and watch them and, you know, people really do like to be asked questions. They like to be felt, they like to feel useful. They like somebody who takes an interest in them and what they do. So don't be shy to do that. And the worst thing that can happen is they say, Oh, I'm really busy. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be, have time for that, but you didn't lose anything. Absolutely. You know, it's not like you're, you're going backwards. You're still in the same place. Yes. Just find somebody else to ask. I totally agree. (laughs) That's great advice. And I think oftentimes people are really happy to, when someone shows, is curious about something that they're passionate about. I think most times that they want to share that, what they know with, you know, people like that. So they're happy to help. Yeah. And some people think like, oh, I, I can't do my passion because it's not going to make any money and they need to be a bookkeeper or something like that. And it's like, yeah, you can totally be a bookkeeper to have like a steady job and then pursue your passions. Yeah. And you were talking about how people love to create content these days and I think that's yep. totally true. And I was at a, a meeting at school and they were talking about how like Cabrillo and UCSC and San Jose State that they're all starting to like do their own TikToks to help try to, you know, to appeal to the, to the younger, to the younger students and stuff and like right, taking that absolutely. route. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that seems mm-hmm. to make total sense. Yeah. They, they need help with that. And it's like, find where you know, you can be useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What To Be Show on KSQD Santa Cruz 90.7. I'm Patrick Hart and I'm speaking with Jennifer Carno, who's a, an experienced designer. Jennifer, do you mind telling us like, what are the typical like hours that you work in a given day or a week? <laughs> it varies yeah, quite that's a bit. a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So one of the things I wanted since I had my son and he was young is I wanted flexible schedule. Like that was really important to me. So I didn't work full time, like a nine to five job. I always took different uh, type of work where I could work part time. So that's why I have a couple different part time jobs. I wanted that kind of flexibility. And then the other thing is, is that sometimes I'll be hired as a employee and it'll just be a part time employee. So it doesn't mean I get all the benefits, but it gives me the flexibility. So like with 1440, they will put together a number of different classes for me and say, these are the times, can you make those? And I'll say, yeah, I can do this one. I can do this one. I can do this one. The improvisation class, I teach one called improvisation for innovation, like to help people, you know, just unleash their creativity and be more innovative. And it's a, it's a really fun class. It also helps people learn from each other and really helps them with collaborating and being more effective in the brainstorming period and creatively collaborating. So that can be, you know, a few hours. It can be, you know, 
one hour. It, it, I can structure it as long as I want, gearing towards the group. I also work for corporations. So the corporate sector hires me and they'll say, hey, you know, we're onboarding a bunch of new hires and we really want to connect them and have them have fun and learn about each other and also have some life learnings and go a little deeper. So I'll put together a program for them in a workshop. So I do that for Chevron and other companies I've, I've done quite a bit of that for. And it's really like a great way for people to, you know, play with each other. So it's kind of a play-based experiential learning. Yeah, and kind of like let their guard down. Absolutely. And also yeah. try new things. And, you know, it's a little scary. So it's learning how to, you know, trust and bond with other people, especially trust and have that, you know, sense of, you know, what are the, what are some of the tools you can have to build trust with your team and, you know, team building. <laughs> it's funny, I didn't mention this either, but I, I've been a facilitator for about eight years for a team building company. So they'll call me and say, you know, Jen, we want uh, you to help us and it's going to be all day Friday. So I have a very mix, mixed uh, mishmash type of hour and career. I really just try and make myself available when the work comes really. Yeah. Well, that's really great to, you know, some people I think like, like a very structured, you know, work and then, right. And then maybe not, right. it's not for everyone too. Right. Absolutely. And I think the structured work thing is very helpful for really staying focused and having one interest. I just, you know, have a lot of things that I'm interested in and things I like to do and like to teach. And so I'm, I'm, I bounce around quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And when you're riding your bike around and sharing that, you know, your passion with other people and that's like your job, I think that that's pretty awesome to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, bike touring, being a bike tour leader was, was a lot of fun. I was glad I did that. It wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do as my like full career, but that's a career for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And have you ever been involved with Shakespeare Santa Cruz? No, I actually haven't been involved with Shakespeare. I have been involved with um, Cabrillo Stage. So they have like a spring uh, fling fundraiser. And so I've sang for them and performed for them at Coconut Grove. And so oh, cool. that was a lot of fun. So I've been more involved with Cabrillo Stage than I have uh, Shakespeare Santa Cruz. Okay. And I hear really good things about Cabrillo's theater program. It's unbelievable. I, I highly, highly recommend it and think that anybody who can go see the shows is going to see a very high quality production. I'm really impressed, just so impressed with what we have here. And as well, if you know you want to get involved in theater, they have a great mentoring program and a lot of wonderful teachers. And yeah, I, I just think people should, should check it out as much as they can. Cool. And so the people that you're teaching at the Multiversity, and that's up in Scotts Valley, did, did you say that part? Yes, it is, it's right? the old Bethany College right yeah. off of um, the 17. Yeah, and those people are arranged. Like, usually we get either individuals who just want to come for a, a retreat or we get companies and they'll come and bring their whole company there for a getaway retreat. Or like right now, we're hosting a lot of healthcare people and giving them like uh, renewal and classes and taking care of a lot of the, the healthcare uh, workers. So we have people from over the hill at Sequoia Hospital and a bunch of different places, Kaiser. So that's kind of um, exciting too. Yeah, super cool. Do you want to talk about some of the most memorable parts of your career so far? <laughs> wow. Um, 
there have been a lot of memorable parts of my career. I think, you know, being um, the coordinator and, and putting together and producing the, the Amgen tour was a big deal. You know, we had 30,000 people downtown and had a, a, a huge celebration at the end. And, you know, the city really came alive. I, I'd never seen Santa Cruz kind of such a focal point. You know, we had helicopters all over and people all over the world watching that as Lance Armstrong came through our town and, you know, the businesses got involved and it was really, really exciting. I feel like that was definitely a highlight of my career there. And then also when I worked for uh, Sega and Sony, just going to E3 and the big trade shows and traveling and being able to experience that, that was really wonderful. So yeah, there, there's a lot, you know, there's been, there's been quite a few and I've just felt really grateful to, to be part of those. Yeah, you've definitely had some really great opportunities in your career. And yeah, what about your least favorite or what are some of the more stressful <laughs> parts of all, you know, from all the different jobs and things that you've done? Oh, yeah. Well, if you go into advertising, like when I worked for Foot Cone and Building up in San Francisco, I worked at, at their flagship in, in uh, Levi, uh, Levi Strauss complex. One of the things that they don't tell you is, is that, you know, you're, you're really beholden to the client. So if they want to change in their ad campaign or they want to change in their uh, sales and marketing videos, that means you're up all night working on them to make the change happen. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> one of the things that rarely gets talked about is, you know, you, you kind of have to drop your social life and work extremely hard different times. Also, I pulled a lot of all-nighters when I worked at um, Sega so that we could have you know, a lot of our work done, like the, the releases of the games would come out and we wouldn't have that much time to put together the videos. And that took a while. Yeah. Like staying on deadline. I would imagine that's probably really stressful because there's a lot writing it on is. things like the deadlines don't change. Right. Yeah. You eat and you sleep at your job. Like you're there all the time and then it's over and then you get a nice little break, but you know that it's going to happen again. It's part of the industry especially mm -hmm. working trade shows and doing like big video walls and putting together, you know, all the content. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Did they, where do they do E3? Is that in Vegas? No, it's in LA. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's downtown LA. But Although it could have moved by now. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know anymore. <laughs> but how, that must've been really fun just to go to those and be around, you know, like-minded people and, you know, right at the, the cutting edge of like what's going on in the video game industry. Cause it's, always changing probably like so much you know i see video Absolutely. games these days and it's like oh my god it's it's a movie yeah working in the video game industry i was there quite a while in the 90s it was it was pretty intense you know all of those companies like um, 3d games and ubisoft and you know obviously sony computer entertainment of america scea and sega and nintendo like there was just so much that was happening all at once it was definitely the the height of of what you know that was a, quite a big deal and it was great i got a taste of you know electronic arts sony um i also worked at oracle as a freelancer for a while too so i've definitely done that that industry <laughs> did you know when you were younger did you have any idea like what you wanted to do or you just None. no idea absolutely no idea no nope. no idea in fact I was completely kind of lost after college. I thought I wanted to go into, I worked at a PBS station. I interned 
at a PBS station in college. Yeah, it was great. In fact, I highly recommend that people intern at radio or local radio or TV stations because there's always work that you need. I mean, my God. And I eventually started interviewing, you know, little local stories, like little kind of common events, Mm -hmm. um, current events in the towns. I went to a college that, you know, was, was very liberal and there was a lot of activity happening. So I was able to access and go do a lot there at that radio station. So when I came to San Francisco after college, I thought, oh, I'm just going to start applying for jobs at news and radio stations, but they weren't hiring. That's when I went into doing the bike touring. And, you know, it helps me today, even that job of doing bike tours, like today, you know, when I, when I take people on, um, you know, health and wellness and I'll take them on a, you know, nature excursion and discovering art and nature and meditation and wellness and meditation nature. Like I'm guiding people. I'm still doing it. Jennifer, what advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing some of the different things that you've talked about today? The first thing that I really highly recommend is whatever you're doing, say you really like gardening. Okay. Let's just come up with something like that or yard work or you love landscaping. Take pictures of what you do and describe, you know, the before and after how you took something that Um, needed your help and where it was and what you did to improve it to make it better and you know that storytelling about what you're able to do and what you could do and have some proof of it you know have some qualitative examples is I think really super helpful like I always had to have a portfolio and always had to have a reel and I always had to have examples of my work and you know even today I have a, a website that I don't think many people visit <laughs> because I'm kind of like, you know, well, working you never know. For companies. Yeah. yeah, you never know. But, you know, I do have a website up and I do, cool. um, you know, I, I think the more corporate work I'm going to start looking for, uh, you know, I'll boost the, the website up and have it. And also I don't, I have testimonials more than I have examples because I kind of respect people's privacy in my groups. I don't want to be using their faces without them agreeing. Mm-hmm. So, but do take as much pictures and also look at something and say, okay, what is a problem that I uniquely can help solve? Or you don't even have to do it uniquely, but that you are wanting to become good at solving. So what do people need and how can I help them with getting their needs met? So, you know, say it's, you know, say back to gardening and you just really love planting gardens. You really love it. You know, you can walk up to people who have kind of shabby gardens and say, hey, I would love to transform this and maybe we can work something out. I'm just getting started. I'd love to do it for you for a reduced fee. And, you know, it can't hurt. Like I always figure, put yourself out there. And the worst that can happen is you just stay where you are. You you won't go backwards. Yeah. And you know, I think oftentimes people will appreciate you. And if anything, they'd just say, I really appreciate that. But you know, not right now. And you know, like you said before in the interview, you haven't lost anything by doing that. No. And I think that's where not worrying about the outcome is really important because people get afraid of what somebody going to say about me. What are they going to think? I don't want the rejection. I don't want somebody to say, oh, sorry. You know, you put yourself out there and then you kind of get slammed down. But if you can look at that every single time you just get up and ask someone, you know, for help, or you ask if you could do this job or you apply for something like the numerical sort of statistics reveal that one of those is going to work. 
like yeah, eventually just be pleasantly one of them <laughs> is going to work. So if you can let go of the results and just keep moving on, yeah. like that type of persistence and being willing to persevere, it, it makes a huge difference in letting go of what the outcome is and what somebody is going to say is the key, you know, just yeah. knowing that you just got to keep putting that foot forward. And that's not easy. Like it's a muscle. You have to just kind of practice it. And in the beginning, it's super painful, but it gets way better every time you do it. Yeah. So keeping out of your own head. <laughs> yeah. And out of your fear, right? Out yeah. of the worry of what they're going to say or what they're going to do. Like that's one of the nicer things about being older mm-hmm. is that you realize like, you know, it's just about timing and about other circumstances that you don't always have control over. So you just don't know, like maybe the company's just not hiring and they're hurting financially it has nothing to do with you while you're not getting hired. Yeah. To not take everything personal. I know that Absolutely. can be, that can be really tough sometimes, but yeah, it's very helpful. Jennifer, any last things that you would like to leave us with? Don't stop pursuing something that gives you pleasure, even if you feel it's going nowhere, because you never know what's going to happen. Awesome. Well, thanks, Jen. And thank you so much for sharing everything today and being a guest on the show. I'm very grateful and I appreciate it, you know, a lot. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks for doing the show for everybody else and inviting me. So I really am appreciative. Awesome. Well, you're very welcome. And thank you again. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Jennifer Carno, who is a experienced designer. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcasting platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.